Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molsonzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molsonzia, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is an illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molsonzia has garnered great reviews and Eel have endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forbes Riley, and many others. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia Molsonzia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 30 podcast platforms, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music, and more. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Wagner Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Wagner Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags. Makes great gifts for family, friends, and loved ones 24-7. Go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Wagner Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Molsonzia for great books like Missing, Once and Wrinkles, also T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, and also phone cases and more, amazon.com slash Mia Molsonzia. Check it out today and support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM along with um, PayPal and the themikewidenershow.com. Make sure you give generously today. We're here with a terrific lady who's an actress, writer, improviser, and comedian from Atlanta, Georgia. She's a graduate of Second City and also of Georgia Tech and Georgia State. And she's seen on... Um, it's a family matriarch uh, as read aloud in the Emmy award-winning series, A Loud House Christmas. And of course, a new project she co-created, wrote, wrote and starred in Intersection. We'll talk about that. It's um, all basically a dark comedy exploring the uh, intersecting effects of um, gentrification and the lives of people that are living through it. And she's also um, have been in um, a, a number of uh, projects as well too. She's been in the uh, Tribeca Film Festival, including the transition, Peggy, and also she was um, on a CBS morning show, The Inspectors, and also co-wrote and starred uh, quite a few web series and um, also performs at the uh, Village Theater. And um, she's also, yeah, got a podcast and a lot more to talk about. Live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Plus Studios in beautiful downtown Atlanta, the very multi-talented actress, writer, improviser, and comedian, Muretta Moss. Muretta, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hi. Thanks for joining us today. Good morning to you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And you inspired me to wear my new glasses. I'm a new time uh, glasses wearer. So uh, I'm, I feel it. I feel I feel a connection. We're looking pretty sharp. <laughs> and there's more than a couple eyes to see things as well, too. So, yes. And of course, we're here to debut your new glasses. Maybe start like um, a modeling brand or something. Brand new glasses. So <laughs> we're, sure. we're looking forward to that. So, yeah, I mean, you're not just wearing glasses as an actress, writer, improviser, comedian from Atlanta. You're a graduate of Second City Theater, also Georgia Tech and also Georgia State. You've been yeah. seen as a family matriarch in the uh, Christmas series, Emmy Award winning, A Loud House Christmas. And you also have a new project you co-created, 
wrote, you starred, it's called Intersection. You also been in the Glorias and also the game, Transition, Peggy, and more. And you also have been on um CBS Morning Show, The Inspectors, and you also been a couple of uh, web series. You also have a podcast um that's uh coming out. And before getting to all that, uh, Mirada, tell us how you first got started. Um, I, you know, I, I was in college, I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this, like larger budget feature came on to campus. It was a, a college kind of raunchy comedy road trip directed by Todd Phillips, who was just Oh, like, yeah, those road yeah. trip series. I remember yeah. those. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, it came uh, to school and they like needed all of these extras for this like huge quad scene. And um. And I, you know, every, like me and all my friends, we signed up and we went there and I got on set and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is here in Atlanta. <laughs> uh, I want to, I want to know more about this. I want to do this because I, you know, I think we see people a lot of times on the TV and film and we're like, that's cool. That they're really cool. But uh, never think that I could actually do it. Mm-hmm. So so uh, that's, that's that I, you know, I like auditioned and got like a more featured role in it. Um, like not, and just a great experience to, to, to like, ugh, it was just so fun. It was, yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like that's the one precise moment that simply influenced in what you're doing. And um, what are some of your favorite uh, actors and uh, actresses and um, also performers uh, growing up? You know, I, I, I've never been someone that has favorites. Um, I've always, I don't know why, like, I've just never been like, yes, that one, but I, you know, Julia Roberts, because rom-coms were just to die for, and then they still are. I, I love like the Bridget Jones diaries. I'm a huge rom-com girl. And I know they're kind of, we haven't like had some like breakout rom-coms in the last, um, probably decade but mm-hmm. like ryan i mean i really love julie bowen too i i guess i gravitate to like blonder actresses because that was just that's i i related to them but um yeah uh and i loved watching like when i was growing up the the disney channel show the mickey mouse club so. oh yes that's always everyone's favorite irregardless of when where and everything you always have the saying m-i-c-k-e-y-m-o-u-s-c yeah. So uh, I really like would fall in love <laughs> if, if anyone was like on stage or performing and they were sort of funny. I was like, I like you. <laughs> oh, really? That's interesting. You also um, consider yourself a comedian as well, too. Who's your favorite uh, comedians growing up? Uh, I didn't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I didn't really like listen to like stand up. It's so weird that I tell you I'm such a late bloomer that in, it wasn't until college that I was like, Oh, there's, there's something outside of my, of, of like, so for instance, like I just watched over and over again, Saved by the Bell. Like that's what I did when I was younger. Um, Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't say those are comedians. I didn't even know I was funny until like my late twenties. So, so I never really, uh, it wasn't until I took an improv class, which was just by like chance, like it fit my acting schedule and I and every like improv is just something that I learned about in Los Angeles and um and I took a class and then I was like oh these are my people I love I love this I love getting on stage and performing and I love doing it in an ensemble so uh, you know really uh 
Kristen Wiig, um, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, like those are also people that- Oh yeah, Tina Fey, she's one of my favorite comedians as well too in the modern days, like she is hilarious. Yeah, she really is. So those are definitely some some idols that I look up to. I mean, Julia Louise Dreyfus though is like, she is so great in everything she does, so. Oh yeah, good old Seinfeld, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, you've been in self some um, major projects as well too. You're in Loud House Christmas and you also um, have been in The Inspectors, The Transition, Peggy and more. We'll talk about those in just one minute. But first, listen to the Mike Wagner Show at the themikewagnershow.com, powered by SoundWeb Studios. Visit online at soundwebstudios.com for all your needs. Looking at a professional website without breaking your budget? Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show. Get 20% off your first product. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson-Zia has garnered great reviews and evil love it enjoys by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassidy, Forge Riley, and many others. So grab your copy today for it goes Missing by Mia Molson-Zia. Available on Amazon. Check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 30 podcast platforms. Take us with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And for great gift ideas, go to amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to amazon.com slash me and For great merchandise, books, and more, amazon.com slash me and Check it out today. Also support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM. PayPal and the Mike Show.com. Make sure you give generously today. We're here with the multi talented actress, writer, improviser, and comedian from Atlanta, Muretta, Muretta Moss, here on the Mike Widener Show. And Muretta, you had some um, amazing projects before you got into your um, breakthrough with A Loud House Christmas. You have been in the transition and Peggy, which debuted at the Tribeca Film Festival back in 2019. And you also have been in um, The Inspectors on a CBS Morning Show. You also co-wrote and starred some uh, web series like Died, Highlighted, and Hopeful, and um, also performed at the Village Theater in Atlanta. And um, maybe tell us about some of the projects you've done, like Transition, Peggy, The Inspectors, and more as well. Well, I mean, there's so much going on here in Atlanta. Uh, and... I love working with passionate people on anything, you know, just so some of the things like the transition, uh, it is a short comedy that I wrote and starred in because I, because I'm, I, I, I love telling stories and I love being on camera. So mm -hmm. that was, that was uh, really funny, made it with a bunch of local, um, like artists and, and our production team. Uh, Peggy was something, it's so, such a good, you can go on the, I think the Tribeca website and, and see it now since everything's kind of streaming. We just made it in before, you know, things were all virtual. Um, and then, you know, I think there's just so much like it's filmed here. I have such a diverse 
like uh, credits because I have been in like very serious, um, like the biopic, The Glorias, directed by Julie Tamor and um, about Gloria Steinem. And, you know, I was a, just a supporting role on that. Um, but it's, that was my, by far, cause I'm like a, a huge Gloria Steinem fan. I am a raging feminist uh, just, and I, and I was so thankful to be part of that. Uh, cause it was just, it was just great to be part of her story. Um, and then the inspectors, it's a children's TV show. It, it ran, I think for five seasons, I think it stopped in 2020, but that was super fun because it shot in Charleston and it was about us postal inspectors. I oh, love wow. being love being in things that my like nieces and nephews can see as well. So yeah, but it's kind of like, you don't think about crime in the, the postal, like USPS, but it's there. So. Oh, I bet it is. I mean, going postal takes on a different meaning these days. So yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. And also, I forgot to mention, you've also been in the game as well too. And uh, tell us a very bit about that. Oh, the game is, it, so it is now has a reboot and I'm not sure what, where it is, but, um, but the game is ran for many seasons and I was a recurring as a local reporter and that was that was great um and I'm really excited to see the reboot because it kind of took took some time off for a few years and now the game is back and and um and better than ever and, and it sounds amazing as well too since you're back in the game and uh, you also had um been in the uh, recent uh, Nickelodeon and Paramount movie, A Loud House Christmas, which was the TV Top Kids Entertainment Telecast of 2021. You played the um, matriarch in that one. And uh, tell us about um, A Loud House Christmas. Yeah, so I play Read Aloud in The Loud House is based off of the animated Nickelodeon series. It's run for, I think, I always say five seasons, and I think it is. Five seasons, Emmy Award winning, has a great fan base, and all these characters were already established as animations, and then we, well, they, Nickelodeon, um, and the producers took them and made us into real people. So I don't voice Read Aloud in the animation, which is still going on, but I got to play her I'm like the real life real loud and it is so fun. It's a Christmas movie, but it is just so fun. And I think people will go to it year after year. Read Aloud has 11 kids, 10 girls and one boy. And it's basically told through the lens of this one boy, uh, Lincoln Loud living his life with his very loud family. And I, I, it was it was so much fun. They did everyone, the director, Jonathan Judge, Liz Macy, the writer, and then our hair, makeup, stylist, uh, costumes. I mean, the set designers, everything was so good. You really felt like you were, it was magic just stepping out onto like out of the cartoon. I, I always, I just imagine myself like opening the cartoon door and then whew, there I am. <laughs> I was like walking through a magic door basically. Yeah, it really was because these kids and these kids are so talented in real life. I mean, we had like, like young, young ones and then, you know, and then up and through college and so talented, like knew the series back and forth and like, God, I'm just so impressed with everyone that I got to um, act with and make that because even though we were like a, the family, the loud family, we really felt like a family off of um, set too. I love those people so much. And it sounds like it as well too, of all the projects you've done, what do you consider the funnest you've done? I mean, 
that's the thing again i don't do like oh this one because everything like in the moment is the most fun uh and they all offer such different experiences i mean when i died highlighted and hopeful was the first web series we did um years ago and that was just so much fun because it was making something through my voice being able to act something that i wrote but but the loud house the loud house christmas i mean that was just it's just such a wonderful experience to get to play a character that people already know and they just welcome you and it was also really nice just to already have all this backstory done on my character so i got to uh i like knew i know who rita loud is because she already existed <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like it too and if you were to uh had, had a choice of creating your own character who would it be and why? Oh, I mean, I love playing like different quirkier versions of myself. So Dream would be like a romantic comedy lead. Sure, she's a little like, she's not like the, the ingenue anymore, but she's still got a story to tell and a man to find or not. Um, and then I also want to be like in a, like a, 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 like a single camera or a sitcom. It's just like, I don't know, it's someone that has some depth to her um, and and gets to have some curiosity on life while, while mayhem ensues. You know, mm -hmm. I just, I was like just playing new, new things too. You know, uh, that's one thing I love about acting. It's even when like read aloud already existed, but it's still new, like me inhabiting her. Mm -hmm. And of course, you also wrapped up uh, a recent production on the dark comedy series, um, Intersection. We'll talk about that in just one minute. You listen to the Mike Wagner Show at the themikewagnershow.com, powered by SoundCloud Studios. Visit online at soundcloudstudios.com for all your needs. Also brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Wagner Show, international war ring author, Mia Molson's Yeah Missing, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. We'll be back with the multi-talented actress, writer, improviser, and comedian from Atlanta, Miranda Moss, after this timeout. We're, we're back with the multi-talented actress, writer, improviser, and comedian from Atlanta, Miranda Moss, here on the Mike Wagner Show. And um, she's she was uh, played Rita Loud in A Loud House Christmas, one of her breakthroughs, and um, also had been in The Inspectors and more. But you also just wrapped up a dark comedy series called Intersection, which you co-created, wrote, and starred in. And uh, tell us more about that. So Intersection, like you said, it's a dark comedy. It is based on a community that's going through the changes of, of gentrification. You see people that have been in the community for years being um, kind of no longer able to afford or even recognize their community. I have a real estate license, so I've had experience uh, selling homes to clients in up and coming up and coming areas. And we don't always realize I think I think everyone's uh, allowed to has a right to affordable housing, um, but you don't necessarily realize some of the impacts you make on a community. And um, I mean, particularly one good friend who we actually co-created this. She bought a house in an up and coming area and flipped it. And and I don't whether she contributed to the gentrification of that neighborhood or not. We have these stories and experiences from our own lives that we were able to bring to the table. We had a, um, an all women's writer's room and that was that was like an interesting experience. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we, we just really tried to have 
to, to, to tell stories through our perspectives and then um, through other like diverse eyes that we couldn't always write for. So um, it's it's hitting festivals now. It's it's done, and we're just excited to see where it goes. We don't have answers to gentrification, but we do hope that it gets like conversations started because some people look at it as like a, a good thing. It's cleaning up the neighborhood, and then to the people that's displacing, like it's horrifying and, and life changing. So. Mm -hmm. uh, how about some of the stories that you feature in um, Intersection? Maybe just uh, a few. Um, you know, short stories you can uh, tell or simply what can we expect? Well, I mean, this is one that this happened in real life and this didn't make it into the the actual series, but I we wrote it and then we had to rewrite it. The, the series that like, went through like so much, but I we used it in our sizzle when we were pitching it. And from my experience, I was, um, I always knock on doors when I'm selling houses to like check out the neighborhood. You know, what do people, do we know what's happened in this house before, you know? How do people feel about their neighborhood? Are there any crazy neighbors? So I was showing houses and I, these, this client's really like this house, went across the street, knocked on the house and, you know, I asked like, hi, you know, we're looking at this house. What did you, why, why'd you move to this neighborhood? Cause she, she had moved just a couple of years ago. And she said she wanted to live in a historically black neighborhood. And I, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Because I, it was me and I was showing uh, two other white people this house. And I was like, oh, okay. Like she was basically like, no, no, thank you to you. Like, this is a historically black neighborhood. And I moved here to keep it that way. And, uh, and like, well, I didn't know what to do. I was the first time I was confronted with something like that. And I was just like, oh, okay, thank you so much. Um, I probably would dig a little deeper now, um, even though no one has to explain anything to me. Uh, but that, that's just one of like, that's a perspective that I want to share and I want to get to know. And, and we, we take those people into the film and they were into the the series so yeah and what got you interested in uh, gentrification well i think like those moments um i as an actress and a real estate agent so i play a real estate agent in the show i a, a lot of artists are the first kind of contributors to gentrification um because they are like up, they're up and coming people themselves with mixed incomes. And, and so they move into a neighborhood that they can afford. And then that makes it like, then they help build the neighborhood in a way um, by increasing property taxes and stuff. So real life experiences, because I was selling a lot of homes to a lot of artists in a lot of diverse neighborhoods that they could potentially change um like the look of the neighborhood and whether they're consciously doing it or not. Hmm. That's rather interesting. And where can we find uh, Intersection at and uh, all your works at? Well, you can go to Intersection the series like on socials and, uh, but it's, it's, we're gonna have like a festival debut. So it's just kind of seeing which one that is. And then uh, hopefully picked up for distribution. So it's like TBD, which is just a lot of things in my life right now are TBD. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, especially with the pandemic and uh, everything else that's going on, we completely understand. And once again, we're with uh, actress, writer, improviser, and comedian from Atlanta, Moretta Moss here on the Mike Wagner Show. And uh, just a few more minutes here before we uh, find out what's coming up for you. You also have uh, a podcast that uh, you also launched about co-parenting from a step-parent's perspective called 
counter parenting and uh, tell us more about that. Yeah, so counterparenting, I'm a stepmom and I don't have any children of my own. So it was such an interesting experience becoming a stepmom. You you know, you instantly have this bonus family. I mean, not instantly, there was like integration involved. It wasn't just one day, I'm here. But um I'm I'm I was having some trouble like adjusting to not just uh like the kids and their expectations and wants and needs from me. If because sometimes it doesn't feel like they want anything from me to so then like the the relationship of the action the other bio primary parent um so seeing the interactions between two divorced people still raising a child raising children um even though they're divorced it is wow. it's i mean i i know a lot of people do it it's challenging though. And it's also, we have the kids half of the time. So it's a lot of just back and forth and, um, you know, people usually get divorced for a reason. So, and because they might disagree on even very fundamentals of raising children. So it's, it's just eye-opening and it was challenging. And I wanted to talk to other people and kind of form a community because I did not have that. I don't, I have like some step parent friends, but you know, I, I wanted to talk to experts. So I talked to lawyers, I talked to like family therapists and um, just other people who know more than I do. So I can mm -hmm. appropriately like have the boundaries and, and, and provide in a way that these children might need. And that might be different than biological children. Mm -hmm. and, and what can listeners expect or uh, get out of the uh, podcast? Well, I hope they, if you are new to step parenting or in a relationship, I think that you could learn things of like, these are questions that you might want to know um, before you step in and become like an official step parent. And yeah, so I think that, and if you already are a step parent, I think you'll find like some knowledge that you might not have known in community. Like really, you're like, oh, okay, that's really great to know. Oh, I learned that then. Um, so just kind of, it's, it's a sharing place, but podcasting is, is it's, it's, it was a lesson to learn. Mm -hmm. and, and you're certainly doing a good job of it. And where can we find a uh, counter parenting at? You can find that anywhere, like in that you get your podcast. So Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, um, I mean, I don't know, Google Play, maybe it just, it goes out everywhere. And then also at YouTube at Counterparenting Podcast. So if you are more of a visual person, you can watch the podcast. We certainly will check that out. Once again, we're with the multi-talented Miretta Moss of Atlanta, Georgia, here on the Mike Widener Show. Just a few more minutes. You've been totally amazing. Love to have you back. What can you expect from you in 2022 and beyond, Miretta? I mean, I'm excited for 2022. And like I said, it's TBD. There's things that we can't necessarily talk about. Um, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, you sign NDA disclosure sometimes and you're like, but this is this was so much fun. So, but like any actor, um, I'm, I'm like auditioning and like kind of looking for like what is next as well. But I do want to continue to create and tell stories. That's certainly amazing. And we're looking forward to it. You're doing a great job. And who do you consider biggest influence in your career? <laughs> My therapists, honestly. <laughs>
Oh, they've, they've taken me, they've, they've like grown me exponentially as a person, which I, honestly, and I'm not joking where I think it's made me a better um, performer, but I've had some wonderful acting teachers too, like, um, and, and like the, just like my improv community. So I might not be starstruck, but there's been a lot of people. Um, there's been a lot of, a lot of people that have helped me on my way. And sounds like it as well. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? Uh, if, if you have an inkling to do something creative, follow it. You know, the world needs to hear your story. The world loves art. And, and that's, I think art fosters community. Like here we are, um, what, no matter what form, if you want to start a podcast, if you, you know, write your film, you can acting and being creative and an artist isn't just being like a famous celebrity. You can find fulfillment in, in the very little things. And I hope that you, that one does follow that because you don't have to be good at your hobbies. You know, no one's, no one's stepping out and being like an instant star. You can like take an improv class and mess up. And I think that we should find fun in. I think that's a really good point as well, too. Once again, actress, writer, improv and uh, comedian Moretta Moss from Atlanta here on the Mike Wagner Show. Moretta, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. We'd love to have you back. And once again, tell us about your upcoming projects. What's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people um, purchase or check out your works? Yeah, so uh, at Moretta Moss on Instagram and Twitter, follow me, please. Like, I'd, I'd love to chat. And then also go, if you're interested in about like step parenting and have questions, go to counterparenting, counterparentingpodcast.com. We certainly will do so. Once again, Moretta, very big. Thank you for your time. You've been totally amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. We'd love to have you back. We wish you all the best. You've got a great future ahead of you. Thank you.